The apostles said to Jesus, Lord, teach us to pray. In response, Jesus taught his apostles the Our Father, the Lord's Prayer. If we are serious about our Catholic faith, we will often say something very similar to Jesus. We will say, Lord, teach me to pray better. Teach me to pray more effectively. Teach me to pray as you want me to pray. This is certainly something the Lord wants to do for us. He wants to help us pray better because he knows how powerful and how important prayer is. Today's Gospel text, St. Luke says this, Jesus told his disciples a parable about the necessity for them to pray always without becoming weary. Obviously, Jesus knew his disciples would be tempted at times to get casual about their prayer or to neglect it entirely. And he wanted to motivate them to resist those temptations. So he told them this parable about a poor widow seeking justice. His message to them very simply was, look, this dishonest, despicable judge will honor the persistent requests of this widow, how much more will your loving and compassionate Father in Heaven respond to the sincere and precious and persistent prayers of you, his beloved children? So pray, and pray with confidence, and pray with perseverance. Do it in good times and in bad. Do it when you feel like it, and even when you don't feel like it. One footnote here. Notice that Jesus does not say or imply that God will always respond to our prayers precisely in the way we would like him to. He merely assures us that God will respond. And ultimately that response will be according to his perfect and holy will. Of course, God has many different ways of answering our prayers. Sometimes he answers our prayers through events, through circumstances, the events of our lives. Sometimes he answers them through other human beings. Believe it or not, God can even answer prayers through me. It might astound some people, but it's true nonetheless. With God, all things are possible. So if you've ever uttered that prayer I mentioned at the beginning, Lord, teach me to pray better, perhaps God will answer that request today through yours truly. As I prepared for this homily, I asked the Lord to give me some insights on this subject, on praying better. As he always does, he answered my prayer. So here are some practical, simple points on praying more effectively. To pray better, number one, praise and thank first, ask second. To pray better, praise God and thank God first, then ask him for what you need. The Catechism of the Catholic Church speaks of prayer as, and here's, here I quote, the living relationship of the children of God with their Father, who is good beyond measure, with His Son Jesus Christ, and with the Holy Spirit. The living relationship. That's what prayer is about. A good relationship, my brothers and sisters, does not begin with the words, give me. No good relationship begins in that way. Prayer that begins with petition, with asking God for things, is usually very superficial prayer. Here's the corollary to that suggestion. When you do offer up your petitions and ask God for things, pray for others, other people, 
as well as for yourself. We know that that's what God wants us to do because in the Our Father, the Lord's Prayer, which is our model prayer as Catholics, as Christians, in that prayer, we never use the pronoun I, do we? We always use we, us, our. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Suggestion number two, to pray better, pray to a person. As Catholics, we don't pray to a force or an impersonal power out there somewhere in the cosmos. New Agers do that. We pray to a personal God who loves us just as we are, but too much to let us stay that way, as Scott Hahn would put it. In this regard, it might be helpful to imagine Jesus standing before you, in front of you, when you pray, especially when you're in the presence of the Blessed Sacrament, because when you're in the presence of the Blessed Sacrament and praying there, Jesus is there, right in front of you, body, blood, soul, and divinity in the Holy Eucharist. Number three, here's another suggestion. To pray better, focus on quality, not quantity. When I was growing up, I remember my wise pastor saying, it's better to pray one hour, Father, slowly and with real devotion than to say a hundred at warp speed. Quality is much more important than quantity. Number four, this one follows from number three. Think about what you're saying when you pray. Don't pray like a parrot. Pray like a prophet. Parrots just say words without thinking. Prophets reflect on what they're saying. Number five, but don't say too much. To pray well, practice listening. This admittedly is very difficult for us in our modern world. We live in a noisy society, a noisy culture, social media and everything else. It's hard to listen. I'll give you one way to practice listening. Before Mass, before Mass begins, slowly read over the scripture passages for that particular Sunday. Look for a word, look for a phrase that strikes you, touches your mind and heart. And spend a few minutes pondering that word or phrase and ask the Lord to help you to see how it applies to your life. At times you'd be very surprised at how many ideas flood your mind. That's one way to practice listening to God. Of course, you have to be here early to do that. Just thought I'd mention that. Number six, this idea stands behind the suggestion to practice listening. If you want to pray better, always expect someone to speak to you when you pray. Someone there has a capital S. You can only listen to a message if somebody says something that you can hear. Perhaps one reason why many of us find prayer boring is we don't really expect to hear the Lord speak to us in his word or in our heart when we pray to him. Consequently, we have our spiritual ears closed. We're deaf to what the Lord is saying. Another suggestion. Don't judge the effectiveness of your prayer by how you feel. Feelings have nothing to do with it. Think about Moses in today's first reading. Moses stood there for hours in prayer 
with his arms up in the air while Joshua and the Israelites fought the Amalekites. After a while, how did he feel? He was exhausted, he was tired, his arms were hurting. He didn't feel very good. He was so tired that Aaron and her had to support his hands. But his prayer was extremely effective. In spite of the fatigue, the weariness, the pain he was feeling in his body at the time. So don't judge by your feelings the effectiveness of your prayer. Number eight, here's a crucial point about praying well. Never think that you can change God when you pray. That can't possibly happen, so it will only make you frustrated. Prayer does not change God. He is unchangeable. But prayer will change us if we allow it to, opening us up to the many blessings that the Lord already wants to give us. Number nine, I've saved this one for now for obvious reasons, because it's a tough one. To pray effectively, pray like Jesus. That is to say, pray even for your enemies and make every effort to forgive them. Remember the prayer Jesus said from the cross, Father, forgive them, they know not what they do. 1 Peter 3, 1 Peter 3, chapter 3, verse 7 indicates that if we pray with love in our hearts, nothing will prevent our prayers from being answered. Nothing. But you see, our love must be universal for everybody, even our enemies, because the love of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, was universal. He loved anyone, everyone even his enemies, even the people who murdered him. And finally, number 10, if you have trouble putting into practice any or all of the suggestions I just mentioned, don't give up. Don't ever give up. If it's any consolation to you this morning, I've had trouble with all of these things at one time or another in my life. Quite frankly, I still have trouble with some of them. But why would I give up? Why would I want to give up? The prize, even on this side of the grave, is well worth the price. So as Monsignor Strzok would say, if you were standing here this morning in front of you, pray, pray, pray. And make sure you do that every single day of your life.